Welcome in, everybody. It's All Pro Lines, the podcast. Comedy, football, talk. My guest today, Ryan Schetzel. Great old friend of mine. I'm happy, I'm happy to talk to Ryan. Uh, we, we did it. We, we did another season. Uh, season's in the books, baby. Congrats to those uh, Chiefs. Uh, that first half was a little bumpy, and the second half was great. Great drama, great television. So, uh, kudos to the kudos to the NFL, man. What a nice finish to the season. Goodness gracious, exciting, exciting conclusion. Um, we got a lot to do here. Let's uh, let's do a few announcements. We'll jump into some jokes. Uh, give us a good review, whatever your platform is where you're listening to. Go in there and just write a little five star review. You don't even have to write one. Just give us a five star review and then write the word like amazing or something. You know, just something, just so the algorithm is like, oh, that, that's a good thing that's happening over there. Um, now that football season is over, I am hitting the road hard. Next week, I will be in Frankfurt, Huntington. Evansville and Owensboro. Uh, it's a little, that's going to be fun. It's a little brewery tour. I'm doing it's, it's three like micro breweries and a little bar. So that's going to be a fun, uh, fun little run for me. A couple weeks after that, St. Louis, Quincy, Bloomington, Springfield. Uh, a couple weeks after that, Burlington, Cedar Rapids, Rochester. I'm doing Napa. I'm doing Peoria, doing a, a taping. My new album will be recorded in Peoria. How does Kostaki play in Peoria? That's what we'll find out. Uh, this thing that you're listening to now will go to uh, once a month format. We will not go away for the off season, but we're going to downshift for a little while. Uh, we'll, we're definitely going to come back and talk about free agency. There's a lot of big things to be determined, including uh, who's quarterback in the court, the Falcons. And we'll know that in uh, mid March, probably. Uh, all right, let's, uh, Let's see. Let's see who's in here. Let's, see, let's check. Take a tip. Take a peek at the comments. Jerry, Ron, Heather, Ewan, Marge. All right, some of our faves. Thanks for being here, guys. It means a lot. Uh, let's do uh, the two-minute drill. Yeah, let's do that. Congrats to all the Chiefs, Andy Reid, and everybody. It's that was cool. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, congrats to Patrick Mahomes. You deserve it, man. Uh, at the parade this week, just don't let your dad drive any of the floats. That's all. That's that's your last job of the season. Uh, so in this Super Bowl, uh, both teams get to touch the ball in overtime. That's interesting. Uh, no, I'm not bitter. Why would I be bitter about a Super Bowl where? Uh, goes to overtime and and the team that had the best offense of the season didn't touch the ball in the championship game of the thing no why would i be upset about that uh this was the seventh longest game in nfl history i assume the longest is super bowl 51 falcons patriots since that's still playing in my head uh one word we keep hearing the last day or so last week i guess reminds me of primetime soap operas in the 80s dynasty Right? One word we haven't heard this week. Dallas. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, it's fun. Uh, Kansas City Dynasty. That sounds like a reality show about a barbecue restaurant. No, I would watch Kansas City Dynasty. That sounds fun. Uh, Mahomes is coming for your legacy, Tom Brady. Check that rearview mirror. Objects in mirror are closer than they appear. I'm saying he's only 28. He's already better than you. Uh, some people said 
Travis Kelsey angrily bumped into Andy Reid on the sideline. It's also possible Andy Reid just hard to get around. It's it's difficult to when you, when you're trying to. Super Bowl was ugly early, man. It was hard to watch. You'd think it was on Peacock. It was hard to watch. That's a that's a joke that was super topical two three weeks ago. Uh, no scoring in forever, and then towards the end, it got really exciting. It was the opposite of a marriage. It was. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh, halftime, Travis Kelsey had one catch for one yard. Taylor Swift must have been thinking, I traveled to the other side of the earth for this. Turned out, turned out good. You guys know Usher's from Atlanta. Finally, a good Atlanta performance in the Super Bowl. Phew. Based on this show, he got promoted from Usher to Groomsman. So that's good. He got a promotion. After uh, a half of fumbles and three and outs, the halftime show was a welcome respite. People actually moving around the field in coordinated motions following a plan. To that point, it was the only 15 minutes of the game that didn't have at least two punts. Usher took his shirt off. Jason Kelsey, topless. Usher, topless. Can we get Gracie Hunt in on the fun? Fair is fair. Janet Jackson was watching at home like, oh, now it's cool? That doesn't seem fair. The NFL considered Lizzo for the halftime show, but they were worried about the audience. They thought they might see a fat lady singing and think the game was over. (laughs) That joke got a lot of comments on Facebook. A lot of mixed feelings about that joke, (laughs) which I totally, totally get. Uh Super Bowl ads were $7 million for 30 seconds. On a per-second basis, uh, a bargain compared to what the Jets paid for Aaron Rodgers this year. Elon Musk rocket ships that blow up on the launch pad cost less and work longer. All right. Uh, <laughs> 2025, this is cool. The NFL is going to play a regular season game in Spain. And the NFL is set to have their first game in Brazil this year. Uh, no, you guys know Notre Dame has touchdown Jesus, but Brazil has incomplete pass Jesus. You're familiar with that. He's, he's big and he's Jesus, of course, died of extreme unsportsmanlike conduct, very unnecessary roughness, <laughs> the personal foul of all personal fouls. All right. <laughs> this week Ocho Cinco said if the Chiefs lose he'll divorce his wife and have no sex for a year uh I did it the old-fashioned way I had sex I had no sex for a year then I got a divorce that's I think that's probably the more traditional that's the more traditional (laughs) see this seems like a tricky way to get out of a marriage Chad sorry baby I'm not a welcher I I didn't want but I got I I said I was gonna the Chiefs once, so I guess he's good. But she needs to be careful, though. If he continues to make these sort of bets, it's a bit of a red flag. <laughs> if Patrick Mahomes Sr. gets another DUI this year, I'm leaving my wife. Don't do that. If he if he gets divorced, if his wife leaves him, Ocho Cinco, does he have to change his name to, what is it, Sorrenta Idos? Anyone? 42, <laughs> 42 and a half in Spanish? I need some help. <laughs> I don't know. I got to call my kid. I have a kid who's taking Spanish. I'll have to work on this joke. Uh, 
Odell Beckham is dating Kim Kardashian. You can't make that catch with one hand. That's a two hand. That's a that's at least two hands. All right. <laughs> yes. It's two jokes in one segment about women's bodies. I'm, send your strongly worded emails. <laughs> I've got no judgment. These are curvy women. I I like curvy women. All right. Um, again, lots to cover. Let's, uh, let's, let's get my buddy in here. You, you may know him. You may love him. Uh, I love him. You might not know him. I don't know. Uh, he's a comic from way back. He and I actually started together at, at the University of Georgia as open micers running around trying to figure out how to be comedians way back in the day. And he was, uh, he was easily the best one of us, in my opinion. Uh, so he has since gone on to some things that aren't stand-up comedy and is doing very well for himself. And he's a great, giant contributor to, uh, to the jokes that you hear on this show. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Schutzel. Hey, buddy. Hey there. Thank you for the <laughs> kind words. Oh yeah, uh, thanks know, for the. <laughs> uh, can you hear? Is everything properly modulated? You can hear me. Yeah, I hear you. Great. Yeah, uh, good. you're no, good. I uh, I appreciate that. I um, I, I don't know that I was. I did okay in college for uh, for comedy, but then uh, I was thinking back to this. I think I told you it's been years. I was like, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna do open mics. And I'm gonna get. I found one of those the other day. And it was like, thank God I got a different job because my, <laughs> I looked nervous and stupid. And like I did, like I told myself it was like, oh, it was an open mic and I did all right. And then I went back and watched. I was like, oof, I'll stick to writing a joke, sending it to a professional, letting him handle it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Well, it's even for it's professionals, so hard, man. man, even longtime it, pros, it, if you're a little rusty, it goes away. Like there's definitely a chops thing that happens. Like when you're yeah. in the groove the words come easily to your lips and your timing is there and you've got a certain confidence and poise and that could really be taken away if you're like off for a month even, you know, and obviously if you're, if you take some years away, you're like, <laughs> yeah. you're like a kid starting over. It's crazy. I, I was going like after work on a Tuesday night to <laughs> downtown Atlanta. Oh, perfect. Perfect. My <laughs> <laughs> this is great. It's going to um, be like, a, it's going to be like a low rent porno. You just hear the dog barking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't barked in like an hour and i was like i'm not gonna put them in the other room the <laughs> but uh what i was gonna say is that the fact that you make it look easy is amazing to me because i you know i sit and i i'm i listen and I, I i watch what you just did and it's like to even tell a joke to a camera with nobody there to laugh or feet give back it's like I don't know, man. Like it's something I don't have. So kudos to you <laughs> for that. Uh, <laughs> it's, thanks, and man. you deliver it well. And sometimes, you know, you go, I watch your Bob and Tom stuff uh, a lot. And those guys, you know, they give you some good stuff too, but they get so off track and you're like, I'm trying to do this thing here. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> just like, Let's go over here. And you're like, Oh, can I cuss on this by the way? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right, cool. Yeah. You're good. But yeah. Sometimes yeah, it, I'm like, yeah, they will definitely, uh, it's the full range. Sometimes they just open the door and I tell jokes and they close the door. But usually they like to go on, you know, he'll stop me and go on some off tangent forever. Or they get talking about something that, you know, a joke instigates in their heads and they go down a rabbit hole for a while. <laughs> it's fine. Yes. It's all part of live radio. <laughs> yeah. And as you mentioned, uh, I'm sure when you said, oh, some of you might know him. Absolutely nobody out there probably knows me. But uh <laughs> I appreciate that. 
Well, we uh, did do an interview to... during the pandemic, and we talked for a while. So some of That's the right. some of the yeah. folks some of the folks yeah. who follow this thing are hardcores, and they. They watched all those interviews over the pandemic yeah. as well, so that's that's what I was that's what I had in my head. I don't know if anyone. Yeah, definitely. No, I uh, I've enjoyed uh, sort of watching you do this and having it uh, grow and get bigger, and it's really fun for those of you who don't know, which is all of you. I do. Uh, I, I send them really bad premises, really bad jokes, and sometimes <laughs> I'll get like ah, I have a few beers and fucking just go down the list and write, and then the next sometimes I can see in real like. Like highlight, delete. <laughs> or, I'm like, that's probably better than all those went away. Well, that's I'm really hot and cold. Like sometimes get, I'm like, holy shit, Kostaki used like like a couple of my jokes, and a couple I'm like, wait a minute, none of them. <laughs> it's just like it's so funny. Like I have no. It's better behind. The, I have no filter, right? I don't have to be the guy on stage. Like, well, that's one of the uh, people might not know this. In front of you. Yeah, <laughs> this is a little inside baseball, but it, one of the most maddening things when you're writing for someone else is you don't get to have the final say as to what it is or how it works or how yeah. it's done or whether it's done. It's a, it can drive you crazy. So in the old days, I used to there were a handful of things I wrote jokes for. Yeah. But one of them was even I even there was a short time where I would they called us a faxer, which it was email at the time, but it was the yeah. leftover language. I was a faxer for Jay Leno and I would I would sit in Nebraska, wherever I was telling jokes and I would write 15 jokes and I would email them into Jay. And then I would tell jokes to my 42 people at the club. And then I would run into the bar and watch the Tonight Show on the uh, on the bar TV to see if one of my jokes got on. And that's amazing, though. Almost never, though. I mean, once in a while, you, you, but even when he did one, it was like, that's the one you picked, Jay. It just seems like when, when you give that creative power to somebody else, th sometimes it's maddening to not go, the, the one at the top of the page, that was the best <laughs> joke. How do you not pick that one? Well, I have just enough. Like, you actually do it for a living, and you, you know, like, you have the chops to do it. I, I happen to know my own limitations, I have the spatial awareness to know that you know, I'm a douche writing jokes and you use them or you don't. And I made peace with that a long time ago. It's like, right. oh, yeah, take it, don't take it, whatever. But like, I, I don't think you've ever like not told one or told one that was like, oh, that hurt my feelings. Like, like fuck it. I just ride them and you take <laughs> right. them or you don't. So, But I will tell you one thing though, is I almost want to apologize to you sometimes when one doesn't land. Oh yeah. Right. And they're like, rah, 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 and I'll look goof on it. Like, oh fuck. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other side of it. Yeah. It is so like, I, I, I yeah, I'm like, oh, come on. Anyway. <laughs> well, that you, that's the other thing you do with, with stand up, at least you kind of, you get to keep trying. Yes. You get to build it and yes. try it again and, and, and learn how to do it the right way and carve the words down to their essence and emphasize the right beat and, figure out what parts of it they're not getting and then learn how yeah. to resolve it over the long haul stand-up gives you a chance to there's a lot of trial and error in stand-up and with this kind of thing there's a very short window for the trial and the error like boom it's over super bowl's over next week nobody wants to hear any of these jokes so yeah you, you kind of have a short window and you know what surprised me in the process memes are even less so you only get one shot with a meme you don't get to That's go it. back and go oh they didn't get this part let me just rephrase it it's over you can't do it again um, so it's funny that you, I bring the, my stand-up process to the other, 
tangential parts. Yeah. And it doesn't always apply. Sometimes as a comic, it drives me crazy that I can't fix something that's gone in the ether. It it left me at a at a D plus and I didn't get a chance to turn it into a B plus, you know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like at least with stand up, you can you can bump into something you didn't mean to and go with it. Like you were saying, like you could be like, ah bye bye and you throw away and they're like, ha ha like, oh shit, really? That's fun. Okay, fine. I can do more of that. Oh right. Or, yeah. You, yeah. You yeah. can discover in, in the, in the moment. Yeah. Some comics are great at that. Bill Burr is maybe the best at writing on stage, you know, not just improving, but terrifying build it, building I, I an imagine. act on the yeah. stage. Right. Like, yeah, it's like, he doesn't freak. say it's like, he doesn't only write funny stuff. He's not only funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's got all those things. Like it's either be funny or write funny. I don't know. Like sometimes if you do it perfectly and you rehearse it and you wrote something funny, like, somebody who's not naturally funny that you meet can turn into the funny person. Does that make sense? He just goes yep. up there and he is just funny, like whatever the fuck he decides right. to say. Because right. his, and, his inflection and the way he says stuff and his... Right, ah. and that process yeah. works really well for him because he's such a defined character at this point. We know who right. he is. We bought and, into and, what that is, right. And a lot of his stuff is sort of the ranting as the character as opposed to writing a joke you know correct he's like you know him well enough to know why that would bug him and he's got right. that little angle yeah right I love because it. he hates women that's why <laughs> yeah because do you guys not know who i am F every, yes. every i love bill burr to my in my just nothing's more subjective than comedy but for me he's right. one of the best handful of comics of all time yeah. but you will have to wince through a seven minute chunk every special that's a little tough on women <laughs> Oh, he even says it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, there's these, there's always a few beats in there. Where I'm like, ah, like, I'm uncomfortable. Eh. You brace for a little bit. You're like, hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. funny. Well, all right, shit, let's do. You want to talk about the game a little? What were you going to say? Yeah. No, go ahead. I think that's a better choice. Let's do that. What'd you think? Oh, you know what? Like the first half, like you said, was really boring. And I know that you like the Chiefs, and I know you were there before. They got really good and the bandwagon and all that. I just have, they have grown on my nerves. I don't know why. Oh, really? I just, funny. yeah, I don't <laughs> like, I don't have a reason. It's one of those things where I'm like, wow, that guy's great. He's great. Wow. Great play. I still hate him. I don't know why. Uh, and it doesn't have to do with the success. I don't need to tear someone down to feel better either. I just, there's something annoying. I like Andy Reed. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah, me too. I got, I think, <laughs> good. I think Patrick Mahomes is likable. I, I and I, like you said, I kind of got in early on the Chiefs because of fantasy. I had Mahomes. What is this? And, he does what? this the whole game. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He definitely that? does weird things. What, yeah. What I'm just like, why are you doing that? Stop. Doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? This must mean something really fucking great. Like, because he's. There's a couple of kids who have done like funny impressions of Mahomes' physicality, like in, in videos that are floating hang, around hang online. Around. Yeah. He runs a little, you know, almost like a. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. My wife last night was like, "He's got a big ass." <laughs> he wears his helmet funny. There's a lot of quirky things like a about little it, thing about with his, Yeah, he's got like yeah. He's a character, yeah. but man, I love him. I I got in early because of fantasy. I had uh, Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey and Mahomes and some different mm -hmm. fantasy leagues, and I I just and I. And did you watch quarterbacks by any chance? The thing on I Netflix? have not. I've heard like I, I've heard it's really good. Strong recommend. It's really good. There's a, there's a beat in there. I I teared up a little bit. There's a beat in there where um, 
What's the name of that that uh, lineman from the Raiders who's scary and awesome this year? Oh, the guy yeah. that was had a little thing with Mahomes all year. Yeah, uh, the, that the guy. Big guy that was like in his face. I can't. Remember. Yeah, torturing him the whole game. There's a there's a clip from one of those games where he is he's going outside the norm of torturing Mahomes. Like after a play, bumps into him for no reason, and he pushes yes. him a little extra. And he's like, dude, what's your problem? He was yeah. really being a dick to him, and Mahomes is like, dude, that's not okay. He was, you know. And yeah. and and this is this is what I love about Mahomes. Off the field, he is diplomatic and kind, and uh, he, he's he's modest and he's like thoughtful and he's generous. And then you see this clip of him on the field, and this guy keeps fucking with him and fucking with him and fucking yep. with him. And finally, he just erupts, and he has the game of his life, and he's running around the field like, "You woke up the wrong motherfucker! You woke up the wrong." That. He's like, "Oh man!" man. <laughs> yeah. It was. I really was like, "Oh, I like him even more." I I find it to be really likable in a way that Tom Brady wasn't likable to me, but maybe it just I was I was on the outside. I was kind of rooting against Tom from the beginning, and so I got stuck in this. Right. I hate Tom Brady rut and it was brutal for 20 years yeah (laughs) you're on the wrong side of that i get it uh you were more committed than i realized (laughs) ah i i hated him way before the fact the falcons thing was just frosting to me like i was just so tired of belichick and the patriots winning all the time and i just did i thought i thought it was unfair that they played in the weakest division in the history of football with the best quarterback and the best coach and the best tight end of all time. Like so I was just annoyed by the whole machine of it all. Uh, yeah, so I, this I'm 100% one, with you on that. Yeah. So this one for dumb luck, I'm on the right side of it and it's going to be fun to continue to root for Mahomes and the chiefs. They, I mean, they're certainly poised to be a machine for a while. We'll see. Absolutely. Um, I, I can't believe they were underdogs. That was the weird. Is that just like a, I don't bet enough to know. Is that a sucker bet? Three weeks in a row. They were underdogs in Buffalo, in Baltimore, in Vegas. That's just I a think weird, that's crazy. Like, that's a temptation bet thing, right? Like, Well, on paper, the Niners are covered. a very good team. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They covered. Yeah, They did. They, 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 they technically covered last night. Uh, wait, no, it was, it was Niners by two, right? So no, 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 no. They're, Hold on, the wait. Chief, I got the Chiefs won all on. around, no matter how you bet it. Well, I mean, depending on what you bet. But yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. That tells you how much I bet right there. But they didn't. <laughs> I was thinking. Was I don't know if it was a factor that they don't kick an extra point. Like what in this situation, like there's no extra point. So it's only by th- three. Is there an I over under that was a fact that was a, a factor lot of there? people. The, the missed extra point that I always wonder about that. Like who's throwing shit at the TV. The guy was 68 for 68. And that's right. the fucking one you're going to miss. <laughs> like the one point, even my wife was like, that's going to come back to haunt. <laughs> and, and, yeah. it did. and then the yeah, one did. Uh, that they didn't kick in overtime. It's like, you know, there's some guy just like, I picture a guy in some shitty, I don't know, house in Pensacola for some reason, just getting pissed off that that one point would have been the thing that paid him. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I it, it when Are you, you when you kidding me? <laughs> I've got a little bit of a foot in the betting world. You know, we have, one of our sponsors is is BetMGM, and uh, the not a sponsor, a friend. I forget. I got to be careful with the gambling language, oh, yes, right? <laughs> yes. Our friends at BetMGM. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of very specific yeah. rules. Uh, 
I've been dabbling a little bit in the game. I don't like for me. This is just my personal. I like fantasy level gambling where it's like fifty uh-huh. bucks with friends. So then you you're rooting yeah. for a thing, but but you're not like angry at the television. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I if I bet a lot of money, then I'm mad that they got a strip sack or whatever. You know, yeah. like <laughs> I have one. I have one. I won't change the subject too much, but I have one like gambling experience, and it was one of these shit hook. Uh, well, I shouldn't name check it here probably because I don't be the opposite of endorsement. <laughs> but we went to some <laughs> shit hook casino in North Carolina, and uh, my buddy and I we have this thing. Uh, March Madness has become our thing. We got a big group of like twenty people that play, you know, and we turn in our picks and all that. So we went to just watch it in person, and there were that's when I that was my first time going to a casino. Like I bet you know twenty bucks. Like remember Fairly Dickinson was like a sixteen one, and I won like four or five hundred bucks on that. I'm like. Because it was like the worst bet you could make, but I made it and won. That's great. That's what's fun. That's what's memorable. But there was a guy there that I just remember. I was looking and people here might be like, yeah, that's every guy at a casino. But he's like late 20s, early 30s, you know, like watching every game, fucking just all into it. And I'm like, all right. And then we came back the next morning. And somehow that dude was there like in the morning for the, but he was wearing the same shit he was wearing last night. You know what I mean? And I was like, he didn't, that guy didn't change. Like, what was he? There were no games on overnight. Like, what were you gambling on overnight? <laughs> I just, what the fuck is going on here with this guy? And I was like, that, don't be that guy. Yes, right? I know. I have that too. And the thing that I remember, you know, back at the University of Georgia days, I had a couple yeah. of buddies, you know, you'd circle, when the schedule would come out like the year prior, you would circle those six weekends on your calendar and you build oh, your whole absolutely. life around the, the Georgia I've home games. thinking about them this year for, yeah. Right. And, uh, and, and I had a couple of friends, if the, if the dogs lost, it ruined their weekend. And the I was entire- like, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm fucking, I'm 19. I'm drunk. I'm in Athens. I'm going to have a good time. I don't care what the yeah. outcome is. I tried to divorce myself from sports outcomes even then. Uh, and I still try that. I don't always nail it because after now I study it for my job and I know all these guys and the storylines and everything. I kind of really yeah. care about outcomes sometimes, right. but I try to have some distance. So I'm not, you know, I'm not sad when it doesn't go. <laughs> oh man. I, I listen, I've gotten better and I'm married 21 years as of last week. Uh, and my wife can tell you, but it's last night she actually got mad during the game. And I was like, we don't care about either of these teams. She's like, this is your fault. And I'm like, why? She goes, because now I give a shit about football. And now I know that that guy should have made that. T-. You know, I'm like, you know, you take the points. You don't, you know, like, <laughs> she's all mad. That's why you I'm gamble like, hey, small, not down. big. Like, yeah. Matter? It's just a game. <laughs> Heather yeah. chimed in here. Max Crosby. That's the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tort- yeah. Torturing Mahomes. See, I'm on Team Crosby when I watch that. But then when I saw him, like, just talking shit back, I was like, all right. But I think in a head-to-head, Crosby's going to eat his head. Well, I understand when you're playing somebody like Mahomes, you're like, well, I may as well take a swing at doing something weird. I think, uh, what's his name? The kicker, the Ravens kicker did the same thing. It was just like kind of encroaching yeah. on his space in the warm-up being a bit a of a little prick bit of a for no reason. Looking at you. Yeah. Right. I, I, I understand that when you're up against, you know, Goliath, you, you, you might take a swing at something extracurricular thing yeah. that might help you. <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. I'm not morally opposed to it, but yeah. I don't love that kind of thing. Um, nah. All right, let's let's right, do one of our do? let's do one of our little segments. What we do here? Come on. Taps on the back. 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 Taps on the back.
That's a keep to leave if you're not familiar. That's a... I do remember that. A lot of kudos, <laughs> a lot of taps in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. He, him into he had a big like necklace that people would rip at. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Or the gold and, and vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> he was he wasn't yeah, he, subtle. No. <laughs> Not verbally or otherwise. No. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give kudos to Andy Reid. He's sort of soft spoken. He's like a he he's like a football nerd. You could see it in his bones. He's thinking about football. He's thinking X's and O's. He he knows how to communicate with players. He, yeah, you know he took he took some shit from Travis Kelsey and that was, bothered me. We can't get into it, but go. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We can get into whatever. That's what that's what the podcast form is. I, that bothered me too, but I understand in the heat of the thing and the moment, and I you I know. Don't. But he, but he can handle whatever crazy bumps in the road, and he's got just enough of the crazy genius try a trick play, but not overdo it like the Chargers coach. You know, like he right. has just an, he sprinkles it just enough to keep people. And and he, you know, he got fired from Philly after doing well there. It didn't seem fair, and you know, he's landed in a perfect situation and built this giant machine. I, th- I just think it's all cool. time. Great. Yeah. I like, he's consistent. I will say the most, I, I don't know if it's underrated or not. What the fuck do I know? But that call at the very end was just like a little chef's kiss. Like, because Hardman was not a target. He started in motion and then went back the other way. Nobody checked it. Nobody. It was like wide open. Merry Christmas. Right. But that was, I think because, of the play call, even at the end of the game, uh, uh, Mahomes was like, "He's a genius." Like he was name checked that that play. Yeah, and they, and they, probably hadn't cool. called it all year. It was cool to hear Mahomes also said at one point this week, like, "I can't tell you how many times I like, I I talked to Andy and I'm like, hey, we need to do X or whatever, and Andy is already calling that. You know, it's like we we're on the same page with things. Yeah. And, yeah, that was cool. The, the Super Bowl ended on a walk-off catch by by a bulldog. That was fun. That was going to be my kudos and taps on the back is Georgia talent. Oh, go ahead. Right? Yeah. I'm so if I can't. So um, I, I thought Hardman was a great, like, where the hell has he been? Another team comes back, and then he walks off with that. So there's a state of Georgia guy. I thought uh, very quietly, quietly the kicker, Butker, who's from Atlanta, uh, grew up here, went to Westminster, went to Georgia Tech. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He's an Atlanta guy. Uh, his third uh, Super Bowl leading scorer on the team. You know, like very quietly, he was the most important. He scored more points than anyone else. I know nobody likes to give kickers any credit, so I thought he would fit in that Georgia cat. Set the record for the Super Bowl longest kick. Right, after it was just set. It was like- just set. <laughs> Hadn't been broken in years, and these guys did it twice, yeah. Right. And yeah, then – uh, I thought Usher and like the guys from Atlanta were pretty cool at halftime. I, I'm not, a, I don't know his songs or whatever, but I kind of had a, a fun time watching all these guys from Atlanta up there. Just, I don't know, getting it done. I thought he was pretty good. I don't, I don't, I think some people thought he was a little out of date, maybe not big enough to do that show. And I agreed with him before, but I was like, you know what? That guy did as good as he could do and brought in some great characters. And anytime little John is up there yelling, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> didn't need flavor flavor all he has to say is yeah and he says like three things i love it it's like the Chappelle show skit about him <laughs> out of date is it because of the roller skates it like took me back i fucking to, like, love the roller skates like birthday that was parties cool. when i was, was roll bounds. that was cascade that was cascade here in atlanta they did a movie about it 
um anyway i like i so that was my taps on the back is like a little bit of uh slice of georgia here there and everywhere yeah cool i like it i like it as one of how many do i do i got a couple but i don't know go ahead i we don't have a time schedule so <laughs> i wanted to give a tap on the back to uh to jesus he had a great couple of commercials he's <laughs> He was big last night. He was big last night. <laughs> I, like we were watching commercials. This is pretty good, good, good commercial. I was like, wait a minute, wash your feet. Hold on a second. I see. I see where this is going. Uh, but uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Like two Jesus commercials. Yeah, were they right? were they like, both by the Hobby Lobby people? <laughs> I have no idea. But like, my wife was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, yeah, I guess you sell Jesus, right? I don't know. I watched other commercials. I had no fucking idea. I still don't know what Timu is. Do you? No, Timu. They had like seven. I can't remember. I can't. They had it was like some online shopping thing, and I still don't know what the fuck it is. And they had like several airings of the same commercial. Oh wow, I missed the beginning. I, I, you know, I was played with fire, and I woke up at five fifteen a.m. in Nebraska, and I had a long drive, and then two flights, and of course, oh my god late and i didn't i wasn't home i was in the car listening to the super bowl on the radio trying to get home at the beginning oh was, really like i'm a i'm a football joke writer this is kind of a big deal for me i gotta be home for the super bowl yeah what are you doing i just i if the flight was on time i would have been here like 90 minutes before kickoff but it was like significantly late i missed the first whatever hour where do you have to connect to from did you connect? That would have been weird. You connect in Vegas. I was very, yeah, that's right. I was, it was very inconvenient. I was able to get a direct flight to Omaha on uh -huh. Friday when it didn't matter. And I couldn't get home with a direct flight on Sunday, Super, Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> I had to go through Dallas in this case, which, by the way, the Dallas Cowboys store at the Dallas airport, very quiet on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I, I, a lot I of product. Both agree that I, like everything about like the cow like can just. Well, I had the same thing with them from when I was a kid. They just were so good, and I I didn't like them because of that. They, they did that thing where they would set the I, line they and then stand they would up go and up. then sit. Oh, they bothered. They, I have a friend who's a Dallas Cowboys like fan and an Alabama fan, and I'm like, I don't know how we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go to Alabama, and you don't live in Dallas. Like, fuck off. Hey, you, you probably didn't. Uh, last week in the uh, in the quiz segment on this show, I did a thing about uh, players from like 143 schools or something have scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And weirdly, none of them are from Alabama. And this year, neither team had Alabama players. So that record stuck. There's a little bit of an asterisk because they didn't they count Jalen Hurts as being from Oklahoma. Right. Uh but that's astounding, right? All these years of Alabama superstars and the NFL. And I saw something about that and I love it. I loved it when I read it and I love it now. <laughs> that just like fuck them. All yeah. of them. No, yeah. me too. I, I love that uh that uh franchise, that dynasty, that brand is taking a hit this year. That's fun for me. We all right, I'll, I'll try not to turn this into the trivia show, but do you know who they are and what schools you know and have three uh, Super Bowl MVPs? Wait, what's the question? The question is what college sent three people to a Super Bowl and they were MVPs? So the, the, the uh, most, 
that's the worst I could have uh, <laughs> articulated that. I, I was think just thinking that of you're well, phrasing this like, in a way that makes it hard, and I'm confused. I think guys played some football. I think no. this question is straightforward. Uh, Super Bowl MVPs are almost always quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. You know what? We're going to do a quiz. Let's do the quiz time jingle. Hold on. All right, all right, kids. Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. trying to buy some time all right i think the way to answer this question to walk me through this is to think of the big time quarterbacks who have succeeded and then go backwards to their schools is that the right way to do this that's a smart way to do it but incorrect in this case oh okay all right (laughs) it's the right headed approach if it's not quarterbacks is it terrell davis is this answer going to be georgia one yes oh that's one matt stafford no. No? Fran Tarkington? No? <laughs> that was, uh, it was Heinz Ward. Jake oh! Scott. Heinz Ward won MVP of the Super Bowl? Jake Scott, Terrell Davis. Who's the second one? Jake Scott. Jake Scott? Who's Jake Scott? See? That's why it's a good question. He's um NFL player that won Super Bowl MVP. You don't remember him? Well, no, I don't remember him. What a position did Jake Scott play? Uh, here it is. Member of the key key member of the 1972 Dolphins, and he's also named Super Bowl MVP of Super Bowl Seven. He recorded two interceptions. He's a safety. Jake Scott, a safety, was named MVP of a Super Bowl. That's a different era, and he went to Georgia. Yeah. Wow, that's a fun question. Oh, man. I like that question a lot. You should learn yeah, how to you, word it properly. Yeah, you need to practice. <laughs> we got to workshop the questioning. But, yeah, uh, only we could get to see. But you know I'm the <laughs> premise guy. The premise guy, not necessarily the... I can't uh, believe uh, zero of those guys are quarterbacks. That's even more that's astounding. I'm saying, yeah. Um, wow. I like yeah, that Yeah, nobody's question. had more than three. Um, I'm looking to see if Stafford was the Super Bowl. MVP. I do not believe he was. He was so he not. Won, he, he was. He played. He played for twelve years with the Lions. He went to LA first season. Won it with the Rams. Who was the MVP that year? They won. It wasn't him. Well, it wasn't the score like six to three? <laughs> no, it was. Um, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. No, they won was. another time. That was more. I should know more. Uh, Wait, did you look it up? Who's now? I got now. I want to know. Stafford's played in two, I think. No, he definitely and didn't he... play in one with the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's good radio. We're looking things up. Yeah. <laughs> he led his team to a win against the Bengals in 2022. He's only been in one. Cooper Cup. Super Bowl MVP. Cooper Cup. So that year they gave it to the receiver. That's interesting. Okay. So it wasn't Stafford. Wow. So interesting. So rarely is it not the quarterback that wins the game. Right. Especially, yeah. especially in the modern era. And that's true of the season-long MVP now, too. It's like every once in a while there's an Adrian Peterson that comes along. But mm-hmm. it's almost always the quarterbacks. All right. I got a couple of quick quiz questions for you. This one you may have seen it during the broadcast. I just think it's kind of a fascinating one. 
Um, Jawan Jennings is now one of two people to throw and catch a Super Bowl touchdown. You saw this? Uh, it, okay, go ahead. No, that's it. Who's the oh, other one? I thought Nick Foles, I thought. Yeah, that's right, Nick Foles. Because yeah, he did the the Eagles where they had a play. They called it something. I can't remember what they called it. Philly like special that. to beat the to beat the mighty Patriots makes it even better. They've got two now. They got the tush push they came up with as well. They've coined two plays. Yes, or the brotherly shove. You can go that way. Right. With it. Yeah. The battery toss. Which which so maybe it's again. over. They're gonna. Oh, discuss. are they getting rid of that? They're going to discuss. They're going to have a meeting. It's top of the list of rules to look at. That one and the uh, offense fumbles out of the opposing end zone problem. That situation. one I'm with you. I know that's uh, a burr in the saddle for you. It, it, it bugs the shit out of me, too. It's like, oh, you did it. You got down there. You dropped it. Ah, that's going to – like, I don't I don't get where they came up with it. Let's just – fuck it. Give it to the other team. Like, it just, violates all, here, all like, football premise of how does it change yeah. possession if it doesn't change possession in the play. Like, Right. I've never, never understood that. Doesn't make any sense. All right. One more quiz for you. Now, this one I did a little – just before we started, I did a little dive to see if I had the, some of the facts right. And it mm. turns out they have changed this. In 2016, they changed it. Mm. But for a hundred plus years in Aussie rules football, what happens when their grand final ends in a tie? <clears throat> it happened three times in like 115 years, including in 2010. It's a big deal in Australia, just to walk you through a couple of the facts here. Australia has like a tenth of our population, mm -hmm. but the Aussie rules games are huge and they sell out a hundred thousand seats in Melbourne. Uh, regularly the grand final is a big deal it's their super bowl uh what happens when it ends in a tie okay i'm gonna think out loud <laughs> yeah that's so, the fun uh, i think it's gotta be something either really physical and cool or really stupid and non-physical which would be a shame uh, all right so i like the logic it, so far yeah so it's an a b and a. I want my first instinct is to say it's like you kick until somebody misses. Like the guy comes out. And does, is that the one where the guy comes out? Like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, like that's the really sport. Yeah, that's the, guy right. with the top hat and shit. Like, uh -huh. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to say that's my most is like they'll just drop kick and keep moving back and drop kick and moving back. Um, but I'm going to say it's something stupid like a fucking it's, it's a coin flip. Okay, these are good. These are both very good guesses. All right, now just to clarify, in 2016 yes. they changed it, and now they have overtime periods. And uh -huh. if not, if that doesn't happen, if it's still a tie, there's a golden point situation, right? And that's been the last several years, and it hasn't sure. come up yet. Uh, but for over a hundred years, the grand final, if it ended in a tie, they would play the game again the next week. Oh is my that, God! Is that the greatest answer ever? They have golf tournaments like that. Do you know that? <clears throat> they do. That used to be like if they, if like they, there's like an 18 hole playoff or something. I think that was like back way back in the day. Like, <laughs> like oh, yesterday, they would just do it the I, next I don't know day. If you watch it, golf like yesterday. They just play until somebody wins. But they used to, yeah, would play the whole <laughs> play the whole day over. But can you imagine this? Like we had it. We had a tie in the Super Bowl last night. They just shake hands and go, "See you, boys, next week." That again. would be a hell of I an love answer. That. I know. I love that too. I can't believe I'm sad they changed it. All right. I have one more quick one, and you're gonna get it, but it's still it's funny to me because I think anyway, 
How many Super Bowls have gone to overtime? Exactly two. And why is that funny? <laughs> because Kyle Shanahan was oh, in both of them and fucking poor, lost both of them. Poor Kyle Shanahan. Exactly twice, and he came in, and the rules changed, and he still didn't get it right. That's right. The rules have changed. <laughs> the first time must have been more infuriating, oh, right? Because he didn't get like, to touch the ball. You don't get the ball. Oh, guess who? Guess who has the ball and is it is oh, like mm. peak performance right now? Oh, did yeah, Perfect. unstoppable force. Um, yeah, there was some talk about the that he picked the wrong thing. Do you want to weigh in on that? I I totally believe that he did because here's why. Uh, I, I watched the guys when they did the coin flip and they're like, "And what do you want to do?" They're like, uh, the, they're like, "Ball, yeah, ball." And it was like, wait, and you know, it just looked like they weren't quite sure they were. They know they were told to go in and say that, they're right? Like ball, ball. And, and I think Kansas City was like, "Yeah, we'll defend that way." Like, fuck it. Yeah. And I felt like Kansas City was too happy to lose. Right. Like, like was too happy to get lucky, and they actually won the coin flip de facto by the other guy. I felt like when they did it, there was a relief. I don't know how I felt that through the TV. It is far it, away. It, it, we watch it the, again. Like. You we jumped forward a little bit here. For, for the listener, if you didn't follow along with this, this is interesting. There's a new the 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 overtime situation is newish, and we haven't fully established what the best strategy is, and it's debatable. And Andy Reid was really diplomatic about this when he was asked about it. He goes, "Well, this is what we think we should do," but I wouldn't question Shanahan. He's a genius, and blah blah right. blah. Uh, but it Great is an interesting answer. question. So you you. you you, if you win the coin flip, you pick if you want to get the ball first or not. Right. And here's the logic. So if in the, in the new overtime rules, you get a last at bat for the first inning, essentially, right? So in a way, it's almost like in college football overtime, it's an advantage to go right. second because you know what Always. you need, and right? You definitely want to go second in that situation. And it is kind of like that for the NFL because – Going second, like in this case, they had a fourth down, which in their own in their own, you know, area, they would have punted if they went first, right? But they knew they had to score at least a field goal to survive, and so they had to go for it. They converted. They went down. They knew that a field goal is the least they needed, but if they scored a touchdown, they would win. So knowing all that information is an advantage to the team that goes yeah. second. Yeah, yeah. The question is, and this is Shanahan's argument, what happens – to the third possession. The third possession is anything goes. And when you take the ball first, you get that. If it's a tie, if you get to the third possession, you have a huge advantage. Cause then if you score, you win in any, in any fashion, that's his but argument. Analytics wise. I think he thought, but again, I don't want to question him, but I feel like there were some <laughs> people who might've thought like golden goal, right? Like first score wins, no matter what. Or first touchdown wins. Right. That's over two now. So, right. But think about that. You take the ball because if you get it, you score a touchdown, you're done. That's what happened to him in the last Super Bowl. Right. So he's like, I'm not letting that happen again. I'm taking the ball. So for like, him, it's mm. it's the analytics is if we get to a third possession, now we're, we're like 80% to win the game. Right. That's the analytics reason that you say yes to that. Right. But, uh, yes. But you're you're conceding the advantage to the other team for the for the second possession. 
Uh, we're gonna have to watch a few of these and see how they pan out to discuss. I still think you're. I've, I think I've heard you say this before, but it should just be college. Fuck it, no coin flip. Go to the twenty-five. Go see what happens. Do it again. Do it I again. Totally Do agree. it again. You got to go. College football overtime is so fun. It's, it's dramatic. It's it's exciting. It's fair. There's a fairness about it. It yes. flip flops who gets to go second, and then they. And then they force you to go for two. I think it's fun. I love it. I don't know how you can watch it in the NFL and be like, let's stop doing that. I know. I feel like (laughs) it's what they did. They still have ties. It's what they did with a two-point conversion for like 40 years. And then finally they were like, all right, it is better to have two and makes it fun at the end. And yeah, I agree. Um, All right. One last question for you, my friend. Okay. But now it's time for which comes first. Oh, yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. Which comes first, Ryan Schutzel? Another Chiefs championship or the Falcons winning the division? Falcons winning the division. I do. I think yeah, I, I think can, in a I month's can, time we're going to have a big time quarterback on our hands. That's what I think is going to happen. Yes, and I think I mean we. Oh God, do I have to talk about the Falcons? I get so mad. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how good I am with it. Now I'm like, <laughs> I mean, there's so many games that like we lost in the last play. Like not even like we got stomped. We just like, oh, how did that happen? Oh, this this like. Suddenly, uh, who's the quarterback that drove me nuts? That was terrible. Dobbs. Dobbs. Like we made him. Yes. Oh, Dobbs. Yes. That clown shoe. You forgot who he was. <laughs> he was so terrible the rest of the year, and then like you know he's a rocket scientist. Yes. Yeah. Because he's playing. <laughs> fuck you. It's because he's playing the Falcons. Oh, is it fourth and seventeen? Let me just scramble to the right, right quick, and pick up eighteen. Remember that. I- I was mad that I'm most mad that the Falcons didn't sign a Dobbs. Like they just sat there with the two guys that they had the whole season. Come on. Even with Arthur Smith and with that crappy quarterback, like we still should have won the division this year. Like no question should have won. I agree. Easily should have had, it should have been, this is going to sound like I'm uh, on trucker speed or something, but we should have been like 10 and seven, I think. <laughs> right. I hear you though. I totally understand what you're but saying. But we're still anyway. So I do. I think we're gonna get a decent quarterback. Uh, we're gonna tighten it up. We can't keep losing like these last crazy possession games because we've come out on the wrong end of all of them in the last two years. Uh, and you know, Tampa sucks, and Carolina's fucking awful. And uh, yeah. I don't know. The division is so soft. That's the reason that picking the Falcons here feels like the right answer to me, too. I agree. And, and, and can, can, can I just say that the way it ended with Jameis Winston, like, actually scoring <laughs> was like, I was seriously like, oh. <laughs> that might have been the one that was like, okay. I don't know if I can and our last that. memory of Arthur, Arthur Smith is him going out there bitching at the coach about that. That's like, the last time we ever see him. Yes. Yeah, uh, no, he had his kind of a fitting ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I then mean, Jameis I mean, actually, think... he's such a lunatic. Did you see the interviews with him after the game on that? Where he was like, no. oh, it's about team and this is what we wanted to do. And we, the coach called something else. We decided we we're going to do this for our guys. Like, it's team first. That was like, I kind of, 
I hated him no, for it, but also like don't. I get it. Don't. <laughs> don't give me at least in his worldview, no. it makes sense. <laughs> Stop. Oh God, there's no. I hate like honestly. If it wasn't for the Florida Gators being my top two, like I hate like the Gators and then the Gators. But right there is the Saints. <laughs> really, Gators. All no, the Gators, Saints. Saints. <laughs> it goes Gators, Gators, Saints. Probably Falcons after that. No, uh, Tennessee. <laughs> And then uh, you know you can come up. Not with, Alabama. Uh, like, no, I don't. I mean, I do, but like, I hate their fans. <laughs> I don't hate them. Like, they're good. Like, their fans are just like, just you know. <laughs> I don't maybe go on on about the Alabama fans, but that the, the Gators are the top two. For top you. two. Fuck them twice, man. If you didn't fuck them good enough the first time. I, I hate everything. That stupid gator logo and the stupid orange and the blues like a dumb blue. You know what I mean? It's like it's not even it's a, a good dumb blue. blue. That's it's a shitty guy really like hates the team. Yeah. I don't know. There's a cartoon gator and all people doing that. And I don't know, man. Come on. <laughs> That's fun <laughs> to me. the worst. Yeah. All right. I think I agree with you. I think the Falcons are in a division that's bad. They got a new coach. They're going to get a new quarterback. So we'll have a bit of a fresh start. And, it, you know, the field is kind of scary for the Chiefs. They have to get – that's another thing that makes me impressed with the Chiefs. In the old days, the Patriots would get a bye because they played the Bills twice, the Dolphins twice, the Jets twice. That's almost 6-0 and every right. year for about 10 right. years. Then they would get the bye, and then they would just have to beat like the Titans and the Jaguars to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now the Chiefs have to fight through at Bills, at Ravens, you know, and, the, I'll and give their it to division. Them. That was... They're going to have some pretty good quarterback play in their division at some point soon, and you know, I I think they have a tougher path to get back than than the Patriots ever did. So I, I think I'm with Falcons win the division in the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean we're yeah, we're a bad team and in a hor in a horrible division. And even the best teams and the best, you know, there can only be one when it comes to the Super Bowl, and you got to win like four more games. Like yeah, I think there, yeah, there's a as, yeah, you got to make it through a crazy gauntlet. Yeah, cut to next year this time. Like God, I can't believe the Falcons were three and fifteen or whatever the <laughs> the Chiefs won again. What the? It would yeah. be very believable, but yeah, <laughs> no, but yeah. All right. Well, that's that's my prediction. All right. I like it. Well, it's great to talk to you, buddy. Um, you're a nice Same. way to end the season for us. It's good to good to hang a little, talk some football. Well, yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for all the great right. jokes. Uh, uh, you bet. And offline, I do want to talk to you. Uh, do you like have a hard out or you just kind of wrap it up whenever? Because I do have one idea for you I want to pitch. You mean on or offline? Just whatever. Like either way, I have a funny idea for I, – I want you to do a Super Bowl commercial, but I have a strategy. <laughs> all right i'll talk to you off the air that's like, a, I I like your brain went, no i'm not fucking boring yeah, it sounds like, like some half-baked ryan schetzel shit there 100 yeah, really we don't need to do but this it's, on the air it's, it's brilliant <laughs> but perhaps not funny for the listener <laughs> all right well thanks for listening everybody and thanks for another great season with all pro lines it means a lot to us that you listen and that you're here and that you're on the socials and you're knocking around and this is the third year as this brand, and I did. I was hesitant to even do this crazy thing because I wasn't sure if I knew it would be so much effort, and I wasn't sure if it was going to work. And uh, this second half of the third year, I'm like, oh, it works. It's kind of a relief. So that's thanks to all of you guys, and thanks for thanks for following along with it all. 
We're going to be back in a month to talk uh, NFL free agency. Go to Kostaki.com for all the tour stuff. Again, next week, just super fast. Frankfurt, Huntington, Evansville, and then a bunch of cities coming up after that. St. Louis, Springfield, Bloomington, Quincy, Burlington, Cedar Rapids, Rochester, Napa. Napa Zoo. One of these things is not like the others. And Peoria. Uh, Thanks for listening. We love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Where's the music? Play the music. I need a producer. (laughs) 